This is the Cybersecurity Cast, where we dive into the latest cybersecurity news, trends, vulnerabilities, and exploits for those already in the know and those who need to know. The Cybersecurity Cast is produced by Herjavec Group. Information security is what we do. We are an expert team of highly dedicated security specialists supported by strategic and emerging technology partners who are laser focused on keeping our enterprise customers cyber secure. Today we're talking about ransomware. Ransomware is a type of malware that encrypts all of the files on an infected computer, restricting total user access. Hackers behind ransomware then demand a ransom in return for full access to files. At Herjavec Group, we can't stress enough. Don't pay the ransom. Most cybercriminals charge a few hundred dollars in ransom, chum change if the locked up data is highly valuable to the victim. But more importantly, paying the ransom often emboldens criminals and contributes to the global market of cybercrime. Not only that, there is no guarantee that the hackers will restore user access to the infected machine. Kaylee, a marketing manager at Herjavec Group, has seen the exponential rise of ransomware in the cybersecurity industry over the last few years. The reality of ransomware is that it will never go away. An enterprise can take all the security measures into consideration, from security awareness training to restricting access to certain data, but hackers are constantly evolving. One way or another, they will find a way into your system, so the best thing an enterprise can do is simply be ready. Every year, we've seen new ransomware strains that bring some of the largest global businesses to a halt. Some older strains are re-refined and re-released, and the targets aren't just businesses and consumers, but in some cases, critical infrastructure as well. What we saw with Petya was that the ransomware touched some of the country's most crucial infrastructure, its bank, airport, transit system, even the Chernobyl power plant. We read that in some cases, ransom payments didn't even unlock affected systems, so it seems like a strain like Petya was designed to be more destructive than it was lucrative. When you get infected with ransomware, you're stuck, unless you have a backup. People believe that their only choice is to pay the ransom, so they'll do it out of desperation or panic, but we always advise against paying the ransom. To discuss more about ransomware and how hackers are constantly innovating, we also sat down with Matt Anthony, VP of Incident Response at Herjavec Group, to discuss a new growing trend of ransomware as a service. So there are markets now, people who are writing ransomware um, applications, and there are several of them, are writing ransomware applications, and they're not deploying them themselves. They, they've taken a service model to it, which is we'll create the infrastructure, which will create the software itself, and you can rent this software from us. If you have a market or a target or a way of deploying this that, that we don't have, go ahead and, and uh, take our software, it's free, uh, use our infrastructure, it's free. Deploy the ransomware, your variant of it, we'll even modify it to, uh, to be undetectable and, and even have testing to be able to show that it's undetectable. Uh, and after you, after you do that, uh, go and deploy it and whatever money you get back from that, uh, you'll give us our cut, which is usually somewhere in the neighborhood of a third to a half of the cut from the ransom. So it's, it's a pure service uh, royalties market. And not all of it's being deployed that way, but there are, there are several campaigns that are being deployed in that very uh, business-friendly way. Of course, writers of these ransomware-as-a-service models are merely there to provide just that, a service. No, they're, uh, they're taking the money on the, on the transaction, which is a good, uh, it's a great business model. Banks have been using it for years in terms of, you know, sticky money. Uh, you do a transaction, you keep a little bit along the way, and you take some of the risk out of it. You're not the first, uh, you're not the first person in the, in the uh, attack chain if somebody's coming back at you to, to rehack you or coming back at you to try to prosecute you. You're a service provider, the person who actually distributed the ransomware is someone else. So. Unfortunately, hackers that provide ransomware as a service often get away with it because it's simply not worth it for law enforcement to pursue them. I wish it were more so. There are certainly some very large uh, takedown efforts that have gone after uh, people who are doing these types of activities, and occasionally you see, do see 
local police and Interpol and, and related agencies going after these people for criminal charges, but it's really rare. And there's a couple of reasons it's rare. One is that the individual transactions are so low that it doesn't rise to the level of a cybercrime unit. So an individual transaction might be from a few hundred dollars to a few tens of thousands of dollars. And for most cases, it, law enforcement doesn't get involved at the international level for those kinds of sums. Uh, so that's that's one aspect of it. They don't get in, involved in that. And the other is attribution is actually very difficult. Putting that person in front of that keyboard doing that action is really difficult. So you see large takedowns that are traveling against networks, but the number of arrests is uh, is minuscule. The number of prosecutions is lower than that. And the number of convictions is even lower than that. It's a, it's a law enforcement black hole, although anybody who's listening to this that might be in law enforcement, I would love to hear you contradict me and tell me that things are better than I think they are because I really want you to be successful there. Recently, businesses around the world were targeted with two different ransomware variants, WannaCry and Petia. This resulted in the loss of billions of dollars as affected businesses struggled to recover their data. So why did so many businesses fall victim to these ransomware variants? Patching. If you are behind the curve when you're patching, there are bound to be scenarios where somebody bad will come in, do the recon, and exploit it. In this case, why it multiplied in such a magnitude is because people were behind the curve. And Microsoft as is like pervasive across the globe. The bad guys knew that it's gonna be something that, based on the recon, will have the impact, which will be multifold callback scenarios. There are different ways that could have been handled. If you are shutting off your command center, chances are you will slow down or basically close the attack. Finding that command center is almost impossible. Very, very important. The organization who could get to it first were able to address that. But patches are most important. Nice consulting way of saying is, is cyber hygiene is very important. What basically means is you need to know what your information assets inventory look like. It can be software, it can be hardware. You need to maintain that. And comes the patch levels. How often are you patching it? When did you last patch it? What is your process for patching it? Is it manual? Is it automated? Is it centralized? So that you know these are my machines that are patched to this level. Not every organization have all the resources to do that. How do you address it? If it's external faces where the higher risks are in your DMZ, you are keeping those machines always up to date. The ones which are internal can do in phase two or phase three so that you can manage your resources at the same time. Do not expose your organization to such kind of attacks. As Hershevac Group founder and CEO, Robert Hershevac explains to CNN Live, keeping up with patching is absolutely critical for businesses in avoiding ransomware infections. What's interesting about Petya, though, is it's different than WannaCry in the sense that if you have a single system that wasn't patched, it would bring down your entire network again. You've got to constantly have vigilance and look at your systems, and you have to be patching. With many enterprises still recovering from the effects of WannaCry and Petya, we must face the fact that ransomware is one security threat that's here to stay. In fact, the FBI's Internet Crime Complaint Center reported that cybercrime victims paid over $24 million last year. And according to Cybersecurity Ventures, ransomware damage costs will rise up to $5 billion by the end of this year, 
more than 15 times compared to in 2015. The most effective way to prevent ransomware is to simply be prepared for an incident. This can include taking actions such as constantly patching your systems, backing up all the data consistently, and educating your employees to recognize phishing scams and other common social engineering tactics used by cybercriminals. I think that's the perfect way to close this off, so thanks to Kaylee, Matt, and Rashir for taking the time to speak with us on the Cybersecurity Cast. We hope you've enjoyed this discussion all around ransomware. Stay tuned for future casts where we will talk about incident response plans, incorporating threat intelligence, and more. If you have any suggestions on topics you'd like us to cover, please contact us with your ideas at info at Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. You can also find the podcast on our website. And for more cybersecurity news, trends, and expert perspectives, please visit herjavacgroup.com. Until next time.